Wow. That was it? Thank you. That was, that was, <laughs> hey, they can't all be Beethoven, right? All right, all right. Let's try this one more time. Let's start this over in three, two, one. You had to go with the bow chicka. That yeah, it always it always goes to porn. Right. It's just the song that's always in my head. All right. Well, I think we lost Mel, so I'm just going to keep oh. this show rolling. And yeah, I think you're right. Well, yeah. Uh, Mel's obviously in a hotel, and he's trying to connect over and over again throughout the show, so we'll just keep rolling, and when he comes in, he'll say his three words and leave the show again. But welcome to the Adult Gamer Community Podcast. I am not mellified. I am the esteemed Fenrir765, and I'm joined in hosting duties by the man Hoptimus, who apparently... Has a meta planet he doesn't want to hunt vaults on. That's Hop- right. Vault that is exactly correct. Williams. Yeah, you and really here's... sold it though, though, Fen. Thank you. <laughs> oh, <there> we <laughs> well, somebody was... had to pick up the duties between your ho- crappy hotel internet connection yeah, and the show. Yeah, there's well, a lot I of actually... uh, there's a lot of poop in the windows going on here right now. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I touched the uh, network cable, the USB C cable coming out of my Mac that has an ethernet cable plugged into it and my mic. And apparently when I touched it, it disconnected. So um, I won't be do doing that. that again. Yeah. Apparently that was a bad idea. All right. Well, thank you for filling in on the intro of Fenrir. Uh, well, I haven't even finished it. I haven't oh, even well. introduced stud yet. Our community guest tonight is stud knuckle stud. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. How are you guys? Fantastic. I'm yeah, just taking I, over hosting duties, so I, this is I, my show now. I, I, I do <laughs> have a little show. bit I have a little bit of bad news. We should probably get it out of the way. Um, I am Uh-oh. wearing pants. So oh, damn. oh but I uh, I took my is, shirt off this time. <laughs> <laughs> is this you know because what? you're interviewing for a job study? Yeah. You, you feel the need to keep a professional demeanor. Exactly. So just just topless this time, not pantless. Hey, you know what? I'm I'm wearing pants and I'm topless too. This just this kismet, man. There you go. Got a thing I, going. I have neither on, so I win. Hey oh. <laughs> you know, when when they would talk about radio back in the early days of broadcasting, they called it the theater of the mind. <laughs> and I think we've managed to paint a, a lovely picture uh for everyone at home tonight. So, um, Mel, life's treating you well besides being on the road again? Yeah, yeah, I just had a busy few weeks. Uh, that's my fault we didn't record last week. I was uh, hosting my department of 25 people uh, for an off-site for the week. So um, we ate a lot of uh, delicious egg and brisket tacos and uh, more brisket for dinner and some brisket for lunch. So we got pretty much the whole... Uh, gamut of Texas barbecue covered. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I know. Well, I can say I've had my fill of barbecue. I just got back from Kansas City and I yes. ate all of it. That's a lot of barbecue there. 
Yeah, it's so good. I am envious of Dead Meat and Big Bear who get to enjoy that whenever they so please. But enough of that. We have some news. Stud? Well, again, with the bad news. Just announced today that Doom Eternal has been delayed. It will no longer be coming out this holiday season, but it's been pushed back to March 20th, 2020. Um, and the Switch version has uh, no release date at the moment. It's, just, it's just gone off the, off the map for now. Uh, but there is a little uh, silver lining here that if you go ahead and give them your money now, even though it's been delayed, uh, you will get a free copy of Doom 64. Which pre-order. was a phenomenal game. One of the best in the series. Watch the Digital Foundry Retro episode about Doom. John Linneman talks about it. Great game. Totally different. I mean, it was like a sort of more of a sequel to the original Dooms and not really like Doom 3 as Doom 3 was. It was an awesome game. I think. Mm-hmm. Didn't they release it recently on Switch? Uh, no, I don't think so. They announced it. They announced, they announced it. it. Oh, okay. okay. I, I, for, for some reason, I thought it had come out already. Okay, so, well, there you go. Yeah, I haven't played it since, I mean, back when I had an N64, so I'm like actually looking forward to playing it with, I mean, upscanning a 320 by 240 <laughs> low-res <laughs> texture by linear filtered game up to uh, 4K HDR is going to be something else, but we'll see how it turns out. <laughs> now, see, I, I was a huge N64 fan, but this is one of the games I never played. Oh, it was so play... good. It was well, so good. I'm... I'm looking forward to playing it now that it'll be out on on uh, modern systems. But I did play StarCraft '64. Right on. Yeah, I remember that so. one. Yeah, I saw that news today, Stead. Now it's both. I was like, "Oh, that sucks." I was like, "But wait, I wasn't. I wasn't even going to buy it this holiday anyway. I was probably going to just wait a little while as it is. And maybe yeah. they saw that on the wall and said, "Maybe we should wait and release it when it's not crazy busy buy everything season with every." FPS shooter and other holiday game. I think it's coming out around the same time as the Final Fantasy remake, Final Fantasy VII. So also, uh, Fantasy yeah. Star Online Two comes out oh. around the same time. Yeah, so it's it's still going to be. A but those are all time. vastly different games. So. True. Right. I just mean the holiday season is always when everybody's sh- b- buttering a shoehorns everything in. Yeah, I think the thing that is the outrage that people have, like, oh. It's delayed. They're, they're terrible human beings. They effing suck. I'm going to never buy this game. I, I don't understand it. it it'll be okay. There's other things yeah. to do. Yeah, and if they're <laughs> doing it to make it better, then more power to them. Right. So, well, what's the what's the quote? Uh, a bad game is bad forever, but uh, you know, a delayed game could eventually be good. True. Yeah. I mean, as long as it doesn't turn into Duke Nukem, which I doubt it will. But no. No, what they've looked, shown looks great. Yeah, it looked yeah. really good. And it, I mean, the first one was phenomenal. Played the crap out of it. Love that I game. Mean, maybe yeah. they're just trying to delay it so it doesn't crash your Xbox ever, every time you try to play it. <laughs> that, that'd, be a, that'd be a good thing to do. Yeah. But um, also recently, uh, PS5 just kind of had an interview with, uh, I can't remember the name of the company, but they, PlayStation had an interview and they said that, yeah, PlayStation 5 is the name of the next console, and it's coming out next quarter. So, not many shockers there, but... (laughs) 
Wait, hold hold the presses. You mean they're naming it PS5? So wait, by next quarter, do you mean like it comes Sorry, quarter this four. holiday? In no. Quarter four in next year. Quarter four, 2020. I was like, holy crap, talk about... Now, a shoehorn. Did I say next quarter? I'm sorry. Yeah, I misspoke that. Uh, quarter four, 2020. There we um, go. Next holiday season, which is not a shocker, but there were some interesting things that were kind of being rumored, which I think are kind of cool. Uh, haptic feedback in the controller instead of the rumble, and a potential trigger tension immersion. So, like the trigger becomes harder to pull for things like. If you're pulling the string on a bow and arrow, um, or maybe even like different guns could have different trigger pulls, whether cool. they're sh- short or t- uh, require more uh, torque. To I'm totally butchering all the science behind that. But <laughs> so given, I, I given... didn't realize. So this is a, this is uh, set by the game developer. Then it's something that will change based upon experience. It's not. It's all rumored. There's no. Uh, actual news regarding, but it's just kind of some stuff that's come out. Uh, Microsoft already apparently has a patent that has something similar to the haptic feedback, which is kind of something they already did with the the vibration and the triggers that they created with the Xbox One controller. But I don't know. It, it'd be interesting to see the more advancements to the controller that they can make. But the trigger tension thing was something I thought was really cool. It didn't really well, go into detail. It just gave like an example of like a bow and arrow, or different guns having different kinds of pulls. Gotcha. Because I, I when I read that, I thought it was like on the the, the second version of the Elite. Can't you change the the tension in the sticks? You can like, like screw the draw it down. distance. Yeah. You can make it a tighter, you know, tight tighter in the analog yeah. sticks. More like a hair trigger versus uh like the full on trigger pull. Yeah. So that's what the Elite controller do, but this seemed to make it to me more sound like, you know, if it was a bull, like if you're using a bow and arrow, as you're pulling to draw the the, the string back, it would get tighter and tighter um, and make it harder to pull maybe some, like, feedback pushing back against you. I don't know. Well, in real life, all of my gun nut friends play with the trigger tension of their pistols for like competitive shooting because they want a really light trigger pull so they can Mm -hmm. shoot faster so i'm just imagining this being applied to a game like ghost recon where you're modding your own guns and then all of a sudden you actually have a trigger tension mod that has a real world impact that'd be kind of interesting that'd be cool yeah sounds real cool but again rumored and we'll see what happens but what we do know for sure is it's PlayStation 5 and it'll come out next holiday season. Um, I think uh, they also mentioned something about hardware-supported ray tracing. Oh, I missed that one. That was in the last... Um... Well, I, I guess in the la- there was some speculation last time that it was just going to be software-supported. And oh, I, think, okay. I think Cerny came out and, and said that it will actually be you know, on the chip. So, that's cool. Yeah. I mean... All we know is that these things are going to be monsters when they come out next year. So hopefully it they launch smoothly and life will be good. I mean, none of this right now is anything that's saying to me, go get a PlayStation. I will probably stick with the Xbox ecosystem because I'm so heavily invested in it. But 
I mean, it's cool. Yeah, I love hardware. Yeah. One interesting thing here is whether Microsoft will try to, you know, copy any of these features. Um, and if they do, what does that mean for the Elite 2 controller that's coming out this year that they've promised will be forward compatible, for example? Yeah. Yeah, it might be too late to do anything like that. I just... I mean... They were kind of hinting that their machine's going to be more powerful overall graphics-wise. We'll see what happens. Yep. Well, and certainly last-gen Sony's big innovation of a light on the front of the controller didn't really do a whole lot. Um, I covered that thing up with a sticker immediately. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's terrible. Uh, Well, and they for so long refused to let you turn down the brightness, so it was always super distracting in a dark room. And it killed the battery life, too. Yep, yep. That DualShock 4 is the worst controller for battery life. Well, it, it has a tiny battery in it, too. Yeah, like I Like a did. tiny battery. Two and a half, three hours max on that thing? It's ridiculous. It's pretty much wow. had to charge it every, every time you go going to play it. Yep. Yep. Well, anyways, that's, uh, we'll just sit here and wait. I mean, there's other some cool things, like carbon emissions that came out recently regarding the Xbox and PlayStation, but... You know, go look that up and check it out. But I do know something else that did come out, and it seems to be selling like hotcakes. You mean a game that sold 5 million copies in five days? Go! Explosions! That would be Borderlands 3. <laughs> 2K's fastest selling game. 5 million copies across all platforms. That's, that's pretty crazy. I mean, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, so... I love it. It's a lot of fun. It's got a few issues that they're slowly patching, but I'm having a blast. And uh, yeah, this... we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about those issues later during the playlist because I've, okay. I've got some some comments. All right, and uh, Melified, you got something about some kind of poor gaming <laughs> development instructions. Well, so there's a guy who put up a video on YouTube. Uh, titled, What Games Are Like for Someone Who Doesn't Play Games. And basically, he took his wife, who had never played video games in her life, and sat her down in front of, I think it was about 10 uh, different releases, different genres, some of his favorite games, and basically handed her a controller, no instructions, and watched her, recorded her playing, and trying to figure out how to play. So... uh, one that, that was kind of interesting was uh, Super Mario Brothers Level 1-1. It's often cited as a master stroke of game design, and it teaches players how to do things like jump, run, face enemies, collect power-up. Um, but in this video, the guy points out that there aren't any clear instructions about running um, as it relates to the gameplay. And so you end up in a weird situation where the player can kind of misunderstand what they're supposed to do and get confused if, if they're not really understanding what's going on. And this, this also applied to Shovel Knight where like the death condition where the bag of money kind of appears as a ghost confused his wife and she thought it was an enemy that she had to avoid. So she was never grabbing her, her lost items. Um, it's just really fascinating to kind of see you know, we're so immersed in this world and um, can pick up most games and kind of just jump in. 
and to kind of see it through the eyes of a player who doesn't have that shared language of video games to, to rely on to help them get started, it was really neat to kind of see how that uh, played out. And that was from Ars Technica that, that posted the article kind of talking about this guy's video. So you know, it was pretty cool. What, what's interesting to me is that uh, for a while, Nintendo was getting a lot of flack for being too handholdy. I guess during the you know the Wii era, mm, they were like, mm-hmm. "Oh, you're you're just like holding her hand through the whole game. It's way too too many instructions." I guess uh, Zelda Skyward Sword got a lot of complaints about that and everything. And then it seemed like the industry kind of backlashed against that, and we got the Dark Souls era, right, <laughs> where you're not told anything. And you're just thrown in, and you die a million times until you figure it out, which is almost like it was on the NES, you know, right? Back in the day, so it kind of runs in cycles. But I, I guess I, I don't I mean, know if it's a like, happy medium. Um, yeah, well, I was gonna say like, if you think about the games that really did that well, the original Metroid or even Super Metroid. It kind of leads you through the. It holds your hand for a little bit, and then it takes the gloves off after it kind of teaches you here's how to roll, here's how to bomb, here's how to break a thing, here's how to shoot. And after a little while, it takes the hand off. And that's how most games should be. Some games are really poor about teaching you mechanics right away, and other ones are really good at it. Um, I, I tell you what, though, as someone who just did a run of Super Metroid about a month ago, there's some mechanics in there that are just god awful. <laughs> and they don't really the the wall jump is terrible. Oh, it's yeah. I remember back in the day that that was a rough um, wall jump, especially after playing like Ninja Gaiden and exactly. Shinobi Three, like that had flawless wall jumps. It was like, man, this wall jump sucks. It was just terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't I can't imagine what they were thinking uh, with that. But yeah, you know, I I get what you're saying. Is that yeah, they kind of um, sandbox you in uh, until you learn a particular mechanic and then you can move on. Well, it's interesting because I remember when uh, the new Zelda came out for Switch, not not the latest one, but the Link's Breath of, uh, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, thank you. Um, there was a streamer who was doing like the final one of the final battles, and accidentally discovered that she could lock on because somehow she had missed the dungeon where it taught you how to use the lock on mechanics. Wow. And so she had played the whole game without ever using lock-on, which was, like, critical for these some of the, the Guardian um, bad guys in the game. So, you know, you have to be careful, right? Because that's the other possibility is if you make it too obscure, people will miss it, I guess. Yeah, I got, Breath of the Wild was great because it rewarded exploration and ingenuity and didn't really tell you to do anything. Which was back to the way it was on... Like uh, link to the past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, or like, even even Ocarina of Time, like you would find random stuff to do in that game, and it was fun. I remember yeah. spending like five hours on Dark Souls, going the wrong direction, and you know, once you get to that first hub world and the game, after the the first uh, area where you started out, I, I kept going down the graveyard and into this catacomb thing. And that's not even where you're supposed to... I mean, you can go that direction, but you're completely unequipped for it. You have no weapons, and you have no skill points attributed to anything to be able to attempt anything worth fighting that. And I kept doing it over and over because I, I thought that's where you're supposed to go. Eventually, I figured it out that after about five hours that there was another path I could go up that was a lot easier. 
and then I was too overpowered for that area for a little while. But yeah, I mean, I think it was it was it Dark Souls two where the first enemy you you encounter, there's no way you can kill it. You're supposed to die. But I had just heard that you know Dark Souls was such a hard game that you had to learn the enemy. So I just kept playing that over and over again, thinking that I would eventually beat it, and I died like seventy times before I realized no. You have to let him kill you so that you can go on to this other plane, and then that actually starts the story. Yeah. It's like, uh, ah, terrible. Yeah, Dark Souls 2 started off in a weird way. But, I mean, it was it was great just because that game was one of those games that... But I had the mindset to go, hey, I, I know there's got to be a different way of going about this. Let me figure it out and go that way because I've played enough games. My wife, I had her play Ori and the Blind Forest one time, and she was loving it until it got to one part where it required that just natural thumb movement that you kind of have from playing games for so long. And she was like, nope, can't do this. I quit. And Hmm. um, I think our muscle memory is partly what allows us to do some of the things that we don't even realize we're doing. Sure enough. Well, awesome. So let's move on to releases and updates. We have a couple new big game releases in the in October. Um, Hop, why don't you tell us about the first one here? Uh, well, it just came out, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. It came out this week, or end, end of last week, right? The fourth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Friday. Um, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Not great reviews. So Not great. Re- I kind of was worried when I saw the first previews when I heard there was a survival mechanic. I've heard there's tons of MTXs. It's gotten not-so-good reviews from a number of sites that I trust. Um, one of the main guys I like for game reviews is a guy uh, on YouTube called ACG. And uh, he re- he rates his games uh, by, wait for, by rent or wait for a deep, deep sale. And he rated that as wait for a deep, deep sale and a patch. Because <laughs> he's like, I'm, it's probably gonna get better. He's like, but I would wait for a deep, deep sale because it's got a lot of broken things and, and it's not as fun as Wildlands was. So it is at a this point, Ubisoft game, so right, are, it will get better. Right, and it will get cheaper too. So, um, the other uh, other big release. This doesn't come out till the end of the month. Is the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare. A lot of people are looking forward to it. Our own uh, insider here at Tag that loves Call of Duty, McSwitch, he wasn't too impressed with it. Uh, We'll see what happens more when it drops, but he played the beta and he wasn't too thrilled. Um, I haven't played it, the beta. Um, Haven't really looked at it much other than it's uh, a more tactical feel for the Call of Duty series. Now, is this a remake of Call of Duty Four? It's yes. like a reimagining of it. It's, yeah. I wouldn't even call it a remake. It's like they took that same idea, but even more realistic tactically. Like it, it has a lot of Rainbow Six Siege type elements to it. They haven't gone as far to say it as a reboot, but it feels much like a reboot. Yeah. How many Spider-Man movies? How many times has poor Uncle Ben died? It's, it's kind you know of on only that two. Level. You know we. Um, as far as we know, in the MCU, I mean, he may be dead, but they haven't shown it or talked about it. So, really, it's only those two other times. <laughs> oh, okay. Fen, <laughs> um, what's uh, what's this game What a uh, few of us are waiting for? It's coming out. Yeah, Obsidian's uh, releasing 
their current project, which is the Outer Worlds, not to be confused with the Outer Wilds. Uh, the Outer Worlds, it's a RPG, uh, first-person shooter uh, coming out on PlayStation 4, Xbox, PC, and also Game Pass day and date for those Game Pass subscribers. So, yeah, um, I believe, I'm wondering if it's also Game Pass for PC as well. I don't know that much, but it's definitely Game Pass for Xbox. But yeah, it looks awesome. Looks great. Looks like it has all the humor and charm. Uh, super uh, sci-fi future uh, corporations kind of run everything, and you're trying to uh, take them down, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I love Obsidian's games, and I love mm -hmm. New Vegas, So, and, and I have Game Pass, so I'm, I'm in. It looks great. Now, so, is that single-player only, or is there co-op yeah, in this? single-player single only. And stud, you were saying like you had heard that it's a shorter game, yeah. not like a sixty, eighty-hour game. No, I've heard it's more it's like, like the lines 20. of twenty. I'm yeah. okay with that. No, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tight story. You know, a good RPG with a tight story is always welcome. So I most uh, definitely looking forward to it. Since, since we're all adults and gaming time can be limited, that's a very welcome change. Exactly. Especially yes. during that time of year when everything else is coming out too. So. That is true. Um, well, I have uh, actually one of my favorite puzzle games from the GameCube, I guess, era. Thinking Mac was uh, Super Monkey Ball, and they are releasing a remaster, re-release called Banana Blitz HD, which drops uh, at the end of the month on PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. Um, any fond memories of Monkey Super Monkey Ball besides oh, mine? Dude, yes. I on the cube played the crap out of those games. Oh yeah, yeah. one and two, all that, those were those were Wii Bowling before Wii Bowling, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was and, one of those games you throw in with your friends. Everybody bring some beer and we'd all just have a good time. So Banana Blitz is basically three, right? Is that Monkey Ball three? I think so. For, so from what oh, I've heard, it was this like... This is coming out on Xbox One? Say yeah. what? Yeah, but from what I've heard, it's like one of the one of the worst Monkey oh. Ball games. I wish they had just put one and two together in a remaster. Two, I remember two being... Because one was fun, but two improved on so many things yeah. from the first one, and I remember really liking that one. Lots of really good mini-games. Those games are great. Uh, I never mm. played Banana Blitz, but just from what I've heard, it was not the, the best of the, the lot. We'll well, hopefully they they improve it. I uh, man, all I can say is I I is a little bitch and gone gone <laughs> forever, man. Um, there were there were broken he's... controllers in the Nullsoft offices when we had Monkey Ball going. <laughs> yeah, that game could be especially the, some of the mini games were so much fun. But man, you could get some rage built up on that. Uh, one other thing, but real quick, I was meant to mention during Call of Duty Modern Warfare, there's kind of a big stink because they're holding back one of the modes uh, as a PS4 exclusive for almost a year. Oh, of course. Right. So a lot of people have been canceling their Xbox and PC pre-orders, which is sort of interesting. And it's the Spec Ops mode that everybody loved from those early games, and they haven't had them in, oh, in a while. Yeah. It's only on PlayStation? Yep. Boo. Yeah, yeah. That, that sucks. I thought we had moved past this, but I guess not. 
maybe well, even, even one month or or god forbid three months but a year like yeah. that seems well, especially on a game that's annualized like that's mm-hmm. the yeah. worst part of it all like if it was like destiny where a year later fine the game's still going. You don't have to worry about the next Call of Duty game or next Destiny game coming out every year because it's not going to happen. But it, it's dumb because by the time this mode gets released for Xbox, everybody's going to move on to the next one, anyways. So yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's. So swinging back to uh, another new exciting game release, Stud. What is coming out for the Switch on Halloween? Yep, just in time for Halloween. In fact, on Halloween is Luigi's Mansion Three for the Switch, and I'm excited about this. I've got it pre-ordered. Uh, I really, really liked uh, Dark Moon on the 3DS, and so uh, this one should be good. I've, I wish they had actually put it out just a couple of days before Halloween so I could be, you know, getting in that, that spooky mood. <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, you know what you can do is take some of the um, bed sheets from your bed and get your vacuum cleaner. <laughs> and you you sound like my wife. Yeah, you can practice yeah. at home. So. That's too funny. Yeah, usually I pick a, a scary game to play during October. Uh, Resident Evil or something like that, but uh, yeah, this coming out on Halloween means that you know my kid will have to fend for himself during trick or treating. <laughs> I got stuff to I, do. Yeah, I I Resident Evil Seven in VR oh. was more than I could handle, man. If you're looking for something scary, yeah, no, I loved Seven, but I I had to take it off VR. I had to play it without VR because it was unnerving. Great game yeah. though. I, I had to I went through a couple pairs of shorts uh, <laughs> with that one. Holy cow! Um, all right, so one other big big release that we had uh, come out earlier this month was Destiny Two Shadow Keep. This is the really re-release or relaunch of Destiny Two in a lot of ways. They made the base game free to play. Um, my lowly level thirteen character was suddenly power level seven fifty when I logged in. Um, apparently everybody, there's no more levels, it's just power levels, a bunch of stuff was unlocked that I had never seen before, um, so, yeah, it's a pretty big, uh, reboot of the Destiny 2, uh, game, um. Now, had you played Forsaken and Warmind and all that? Not, I mean, I had them, I was level 13, so I hadn't done anything but run around the EDZ, basically. Gotcha. Because the, the other big news is that Destiny 2 is free to play now, and all of the content up to Shadowkeep, I guess, is right. Ubo's going to scream at his at his <laughs> uh, computer when I say this because I'm not exactly sure. But I think all the all the content up to Shadowkeep is free now uh, for everybody, uh, which is great. And you can take your character from one platform to another. Yeah, so cross can, save. Yeah, you can take it over to the PC if you've been playing on a console, which is cool um but you do have to buy shadow keep on each platform you want to play it on yeah. and your your micro transaction currency silver is not carried over between platforms so well we can't have it all yeah just a couple caveats but um something worth worth mentioning so um Hey, Fen, since you're the host, do you want to do the next uh, the next thing on our list? <laughs> well, if you enjoy the tag cast and you enjoy the tag community, 
please, please, whenever you shop on Amazon, uh, just post yourself a little link to the item in the Discord somewhere, and it'll give you an affiliate link, which you can cl click on, which then takes you to back to the Amazon page, and you can purchase that item, and tag gets a little bit of a kick kick back. So Christmas is coming up in a couple months. Uh, birthdays happen all year round. You know, buy on Amazon. Use the tag affiliate link. Give us money to do things like the tag cast, do things like the Minecraft realm and other fun projects. The website, there we go. That's what's also goes towards. So please, please uh, just do what you can and we'll just keep going. And unfortunately, this week, I don't have a community question. My 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 cup has runneth empty for questions for the... Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. My mailbag has, you know, just laid flat on the ground. <laughs> so um, if you have any questions, feel free to shoot them my way, and I will pose them to people but stud do you have any random questions for us that you want to ask <laughs> about, about just your, put you on the spot about your mail bag oh. Uh, <laughs> oh man you did put me on the spot i you know I, i'm sorry but i can't think of anything that's um, all good man well i mean i, I got nothing but we i can... think uh well you know while we're talking about tag i, I feel like we should organize uh more meetups with uh you know the tag members i know that you know we, we get together once in a while at uh you know e3 or pax or things like that but uh i did have the pleasure of hanging out with um with duke and uh and tip recently and uh you know having a few beers and that was great and uh it's just cool for uh, for us to get together and meet each other in real life and uh you know see that we all look exactly the same apparently <laughs> and uh so anyway yeah definitely looks like you guys had a good time oh yeah we went to field work brewery which is fantastic great beer so anyway i'm just putting that out there that uh you know tag get together hang out it's a good time not just online hang out in real life hey i i tried to invite I, dead I, meat I, out to the tailgate and he didn't take me up on the offer i so. had uh a mini tag meetup with Zoku. We went and saw the band Dragon Force last Tuesday. Nice. So it worked out for me that we couldn't record last Tuesday because we were at Dragon Force and we had a good time. They were amazing. So if they're coming through a city near you, go check them out. They were really, I mean, I had heard some people say they weren't that great live. No, they're full of crap. They were amazing. Like watching those guys play that stuff on guitar. I'm a, they made me look like I just learned to play guitar yesterday. Like, I was like, wow, it was that yeah, they're, they're pretty amazing. Good show. Didn't Dragon Force have that song on like the end of Guitar Hero? Guitar like, Hero 3, Through the Fire yeah. and the Flames. Yeah, that's, that's actually, it. that's kind of what put them on the map here in the States. They're an okay. English band. Their new album that was pretty amazing. If you have Spotify or Apple Music, um, fire up their new, their new disc. It's actually one of their better ones. They actually have some variety to the album. They actually have a song about Skyrim. It's called uh, The Dragonborn. So, All right. uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. The singer was like, we got any gamers here in the audience? And people were going crazy. He's like, I'm going to sing a song about one of my favorite games. And he's talked about it. He's like, it's the Dragonborn. And everybody's like, wah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice. Does he like do that? Was that Dothra key? Or... He did do a little bit of that. Yeah. In the <laughs> song. Awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, I, I know Anthem hit me up 
Obitigo maybe about catching a NBA game when that season gets going. So maybe we can pull that off. But yeah, no, we should definitely. It seems like we have people near enough, near close enough to each other where, you know, like we have a few Certain in the Midwest. Pockets, right. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of folk back east. Mel, you're out here, out this way all the time in sunny California. So you can join us next time. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. It's hard because I, I fly in on Monday, I fly out on Friday, and I stay downtown San Francisco. So it's just hard to get out of the city to do anything. Yeah. And I avoid I downtown friends. San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> As you should because it's disgusting. But. Um, yeah, it's just hard to, to make it happen, unfortunately. All right, well, should we move on to our playlist, guys? Yeah, let's do it. Um, Optimist, do you want to start us off? Uh, sure. Well, uh, Borderlands 3. Uh, I got my Amara fully legendary everything. She's maxed out, farming bosses. Still could use a couple of things. I uh, started a Zane. I'm about halfway through the story with him. Um, just to have kind of a mule slash second character. I figure if I was going to make a character with a range skill, I'd go with him since he seems to have some good gun skills. Um, Star Wars Battlefront 2 released their latest update, which added a new planet and clone commando. So I officially renamed the game Star Wars Battlefront 2 Clone Commando Edition. Mm -hmm. They are my favorite uh, specialty class. They only cost a thousand points, so people jump right on it, and they're pretty tough, pretty powerful. Um, lots of fun was had uh, Xbox game night, not this past Monday, but the Monday before with Clone Commandos. Um, as you can imagine, Are You Dead just kept saying, Clone Commandos! And yeah. <laughs> um, and then I've been playing a lot of the Sega Genesis Mini. Specifically, I've been playing Contra Hardcore because I can change it to the Japanese version, which has a life bar and unlimited continues. So you can actually learn how to play the game, unlike the freaking nut crunching American version that <laughs> has limited continues and no life bar. Yowch. That game is awesome, too. It's a it's like a beautiful, amazing, action-filled masterpiece of 16 bits Motorola 68,000 16 hertz processor programming. Goodness, <laughs> say that five times fast. <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not be a Super Genesis fanboy. Just letting that out there. Um, Fan, what have you been playing? Fenrir's muted, so he may be uh, occupied. Uh, occupied. I'll, I'll go ahead so i've been playing a little bit of borderlands 3 um you know i i am enjoying the game but the the graphical hitching is driving me a little bit crazy um i i know i don't know if some people are just less sensitive to it but every fight i get into at some point during the fight i have a 1 to 3 second pause in the action because the game is doing something and i'm playing it off of ssd oh you know what you need to do i bet you i bet you have you gone into the options and the social settings and turn off all the alerts probably not yeah turn that off um, that causes okay. all kinds of shenanigans like because it's constantly telling you things like your friends on this planet or somebody's doing this or jacobs is offering a bounty on this yeah turn all turn that off 
I was like, what? The first day I was like, what is this crap? I don't want this crap on the screen. Um, and it caused, I noticed it caused like a hitch. So I turned it off. and Because I, I don't have hmm. that. The only time I see some crazy stuff is when we've been doing the Circle of Slaughter. And it's just batshit nuts in there. As far as bad guys and the amount of crazy graphical effects going across the screen. Yeah, like I say, this has been pretty consistent. Every fight, it happens at least once, which was, yeah, I'm gonna in my opinion, that's kind of probably still on. Yeah, um, past that, I've been trying to play Greedfall for some reason on my primary Xbox that I usually play on. The game was refusing to load even after I deleted it and reinstalled it. Um, but playing on my travel Xbox this week, it's been working. So I don't know if there's a patch or what the hell is going on, but I've been trying to finish that up. I'm enjoying the uh, the gameplay and the story for that. Uh, and I've played a little bit of Destiny 2, although not not enough to really uh, say too much about Shadowfall. Um, I'm still kind of a Destiny 2 noob. So Fenrir, how about you, man? Sorry, I, I jumped in when you were muted. It's all good. I dog was complaining so i figured i'd take care of him um <laughs> take care of him yeah, that just that just just doesn't <laughs> sound right Paul <laughs> fiction yeah you know you ever seen the end of old yeller mm. <laughs> i'm kidding no he just went outside um no i i have had some limited gaming time uh so i've only been able to play a lot of borderlands 3 still haven't beaten the main game yet so I think you're like the last one of the main. Well, maybe Tam. She'll probably be last. She'll probably finish it in like six months at the rate she's going. I, I'm not terribly far. I know I'm ahead of her, uh, maybe just barely. But I am, I think, nearing the last act of the game. So um, I'm hoping to knock that out this week since I am home from work this week and next week. Uh, but... I will I'll definitely get that done and then maybe get back into some Gears 5 and finish that campaign as well. But yeah, time's just been limited. That was a fun campaign. Uh, that is the best part of Gears 5. I won't comment on the rest of the game. Um, I, I just um, finished Act 2. I got to do Act 3 and 4. So, and I guess 5. But, but yeah, I'm looking forward to finishing both those games here in the next week or two. I feel like the, the end of Act 2 was the low point for that game and then after that everything is it's a lot act two is long act two is like sitting through like the first two hours of return of the king and then acts three and four is like that last hour of return of the king okay (laughs) i I like i liked act three a lot yeah Uh, it wasn't as it was i agree act two felt a little dragged out act three was just long enough and then act four was was like basically the big climax it's like the roller coaster i I guess the the difference between two and three was that uh the open world bits in two just felt way too kind of random like oh i see a flag i'm gonna do something and then in act three it felt like there was purpose yeah the narrative had more to do with it right i'd agree with that yeah, it's a fun game. Well, I'm going to need one of those things. Yeah. I think, uh, I can't remember who, what was it, Namufni? Mm-hmm. He was talking about in Discord that one of those last time you played things um, for Gears 5. Oh. You know, since it's been, what, about three weeks since I played the campaign. So I'm going to need some reminders on what was going on in that game. Oh, yeah. 
I guess they they have a recap of all the other games at the beginning of that game, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. But, well, I just in the menu. Yeah. But I just meant from like Act Two, like just to remind me what I did in Act Two. Yeah. I but, don't know. Act yeah. Three was great, though. Awesome. Well, I look forward to getting back to that stud. You are kind of our outsider in terms of gaming systems, so you'll bring some new flavor. <laughs> because I don't play Borderlands Three. That's true. Um, I have all the systems, but I, you know what, I like. I've been focusing on the the Switch, and it's just been. A well, run. it's good that somebody is. Because... Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> because Hop saying... doesn't have it. Because they won't make me... They made a portable one. I asked for a home one. They made a portable one. <laughs> they, they, did, the they, will, they did opposite. the opposite of what I wanted. You will buy it and you will like it. Uh, my, my kids, to be fair, do have not touched the Switch in months. Uh, despite them having their own to use at this point. You know, um, I, yeah. uh, I, I still fire up my Xbox, which I'll, I'll get to in a, in a sec, but I've been really focusing on the Switch, and it's been a run of, uh, you know, um, exclusive games all summer, and it's going to run all the way up into Christmas, so it's just been great. Uh, but the most recent game I finished was Link's Awakening, uh, which is, uh, you know, a remake of the you know, the original GBC. Uh, game. Yeah, well, yeah, just, I played it, it came back out in on, the day. It came out on... Game Boy, and then yeah, they, Game Boy they Color. Updated, no, it was on Game Boy, and then they oh, then the it. Game Boy Color version. But the, this one is more of a remake of the Game Boy Color version because well, the color they picked. They yeah, it is in color. You're correct. Um, no, they include the color dungeon that was exclusive right. to the That's DX I mean. version. <laughs> no. Uh, why yeah, you gotta no, bust my nads, man? Why? That's what I was saying. I know. It's all good, dude. Uh, no, but the, so it's it's very faithful to the original game, so it's a known quantity. If you've played it before, you know what you're in for. But they did uh, create a whole new engine for it to run on, and it looks like this kind of uh, claymation, kind of, I don't know, Funko Pop-looking uh, engine. It's just it's gorgeous. It's really, uh, really beautiful. And, uh, yeah, and then, you know, as you said, it's the original game. Uh, just with a new engine, but I finished that, loved that, and then uh, I, I'm waiting for Luigi's Mansion. So in in between there, I was, I've decided to dip into Game Pass a little bit and started playing Outer Wilds. <clears throat> so not Outer <clears throat> not Outer Worlds, but Outer Wilds, and uh, I'm very early on. I don't think it's a very long game, but uh, played through enough uh, where I've now left the initial planet and i'm out exploring the solar system and it's uh yeah I, I kept hearing a lot of good stuff about the game but they say go in not knowing anything just play it it's wonderful and so i'm kind of you know um experiencing it without knowing much about it and it's uh it's a space exploration game but uh not as broad in scope as like no man's sky or as open-ended uh like i said i'm still very early on but it it feels like it's uh you know tighter narrative and and tied to one solar system instead of you know going out and exploring millions of planets and all that i I don't know how to word this there's a mechanic in the game because I've gotten, I've played about four or five hours of it, and there's a mechanic in the game that I was just like, no, nah, this game's not for me. Um, that comes up after you start exploring space, and it's pretty, 
evident to how the game is going to work, which is what gets its playability, the the length out of it. Um, so I'm assuming you haven't gotten to that part yet. No, I took off from the main planet. I landed on the, the moon of that planet and talked to some people. And then I took off and went directly into the sun and died. Uh, so, you know, kids don't, don't fly too close to the sun. Um, but it's, uh, I guess it's, it's run based. So you die and then they, they reset you back on the, on the initial planet and, uh, you just go out and explore again and again. Okay. Um, is, I, I mean, that's the sense I'm getting. I've only died once. Yeah. But... It's definitely a run based game. Um, where everything just resets and you can keep, start taking shortcuts, if you will, to get to things faster. Um, because there's a time mechanic too. Oh, so I haven't gotten that yet. That might burn me out then. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like time things. Um, yeah, you just start figuring, but like there's certain things that you can do that carry over between runs. So it's not like you have to do everything over and over and over again, but it's one of those things like you, as you figure out the mystery, uh, gone. Hello, I'm Gandhi. One of our other tag people, he loves that game. And, he was trying to convince me to keep playing it, and I was just like, "Dude, I don't. Nope, I'm done." <laughs> so, yeah. Well, we'll we'll see how. I don't think it's a very long game either, but um, yeah, we'll see how far I make it. But it's yeah. interesting. It's uh, it's, it seems like a neat world to explore. So. Definitely. Yep. And it's beautiful. They did a really good job. Yeah, it's a real cool game. So that's that's what I've been playing. Good time. Awesome. What uh, what happens on Monday night at Tag Hop? Monday night is game night, uh, generally Xbox game night. This past Monday was Forza Horizon 4. It was a small but fun group. Um, it was B-Daddy, Sith, Duke, and myself racing around the uh, main island. Sith, we usually let Sith lead because he likes to do a nice variety of racing and track types although he made us race one of his homemade tracks and it was kind of bullshit um <laughs> yeah uh, last monday night was star wars battlefront 2 clone commando night and i'm hoping we do another one of those soon because that was like that we had a big group turnout for that it was a lot of fun and then we all know what thursday is i don't know why stud's talking about it because he hasn't shown up there in over a year so i remember Way, way back in the day, Tag used to get together on Thursday nights and play Halo, and it was the best thing. It was so much fun, and I don't know why you guys don't do that anymore. <laughs> it, it was just, we had the best time. We would drink and, and uh, sing and sing. do whatever, and uh, oh, yeah. you know, just have the, the greatest time. So I think you guys, I'm going to put a, I'm going to say you should bring that back, because that's probably the best thing about Tag is uh, Thursday night Halo night. I'll bring it up with the council. I'm sure right. somebody there will take take that on. All right. You guys definitely do that. I'm not going to do it, but you guys should. It was great. Uh, well, th- thank you for, for that uh, inspiration. I'm, I'm sure that'll go a long way. Um, That's what I'm here we for. We also... Yep, yep. Uh, we also have a book club in TAG. Um, our book this month is A Head Full of Ghosts, a novel by Paul Tremblay. Um, this is our spooky choice by Junkyard for the month of October. So if that sounds interesting to you, you need to add the book club role and then you can, uh, join in our discussion once you finish the book. Um, 
Fenrir, we also have a Minecraft realm. Is that right? Yep, still going strong. Uh, not many people running around it lately, but I know that we've been talking about getting together and working on the final boss. Hopefully that happens before the end of the year, but, you know, we'll see. It'll happen eventually. Um, I did jump in there, actually, a couple uh, a couple weeks ago and, and just was checking on things. And it's definitely kind of gone a little awry. So people need to go back in there and check their farms and check their cows and make sure everything's going well. penises, apparently. Yeah, you know, there's a few that have, you know, fallen victim to disarray, but... They've, they've gone limp? Is that what's happened? <laughs> or just not manicured very well. We'll see. Gotta, gotta fill those mailbags. That, that's oh very true. Um, but yeah, the Minecraft realm, come come join, come build. Not kid-friendly. Just throwing no. that out there. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, I think the Minecraft realm is always a popular choice between big game releases, and we've just had so many of those. Uh, lately, it's it's frankly distracted everyone from their real job of maintaining a giant phallus in Minecraft. But um, at any rate, we'll we'll try to forgive them. It's I guess understandable. Um, so we don't have a gems of war update because I'm a bad human being and I haven't uh, been bugging Calvin to get them uh, from him, but. Uh, we still have a huge Gems of War group that plays on PS4, so if that's something you're interested in, check out the Gems of War channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a fantasy. On, guys. Hey, hey, hold on. Hold what, on. What, what? What? We do have a fantasy football league, and right now we have Audible Silence in first place and Scotty in first place on the other side of the league. So wow. some some real things are going down. So just. Just wait. By the end of this football season, we will have a champion. So, Fenrir, for those of us who don't follow sports ball, um, which one is football? Is that the the brown, big round orange one or the little white one? It's the oblong brown one with white laces. Oh, the pointy brown one. Okay, thank you. I can't even bounce those balls. They make no sense. Yeah. Yeah, They bounce. They just don't bounce the way you want them to. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, all right. So, do we have a deep dive topic? We we sort of got through our pre-show and and forgot this very important detail. I got nothing. <laughs> we are counting on you. <laughs> really? Yeah, that was clearly a mistake. Mistakes I don't dive deep into anything. And uh, that's what she said. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, we'll start here. Since you are our resident Nintendo apologist. <laughs> oh, um, may- shots fired. Maybe maybe you can you can explain something to me. All right. Um, I have now three Switch consoles and I bought my third one because I wanted to have the new battery uh, the, the updated model with the better battery. And Nintendo warns you that if you are going to move your memory card between consoles that it, it needs to be reformatted and you have to re-download everything um, which is true in my experience so I did that and then it took about a week of constant uh, retrying to actually download the games back onto the Switch 
So my question for you is this. Is Nintendo just unwilling to build an online service that works, or are they incapable of doing it? Well, okay. So there's a couple things. First off, you're a bit of an outlier because you own the entire Nintendo catalog, apparently. You have how many games? Uh, a couple hundred. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't trying to download all of them, to be but, fair. I mean, are you sure you didn't kick off like all of them at once and they were just stepping over each other trying to download? Well, it only downloads one at a time. Oh, really? But if it gets any error at all, it just gives up and never retries until you go back in and hit A 17 times on each of the games. Yeah, that's got to suck. I don't know what kind of uh, CDN they actually use. You would think it would be AWS or whatever, right? Or, or You'd hope. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I know that you've had issues with downloading stuff, not just on your Nintendo, but on other things too. So I'm just going to blame, uh, you know, <laughs> user error. And, uh, and Fair enough. On. Nintendo's perfect. Everything's great. Nothing to see here. Um, um, no, I mean, they, they have had some big big announcements, obviously. The Super Nintendo uh, backwards compatibility or whatever, however you describe it. Oh, they're, yeah, they're uh, Super Nintendo Online, which is... Yes. That's been fun. I, like I, I mentioned earlier, I just played through Super Metroid. I'm working mm-hmm. on Super Mario World. I will play Link to the Past at some point. I but... went the cheaper route on that. I just bought that Super NES Mini and sideloaded right. it. <laughs> yeah, I have that too. Um, I didn't hex for that. I did I did the NES one. Five minutes. I, yeah, I might have to do that. But I, it's, it's fun having it on the go. Um, yeah, but to answer your question about the downloads, man, I, I don't know. I I haven't had trouble with uh, Nintendo downloads, um, not not nearly as much as uh, PlayStation, which just are well, slow as hell. Yes. Um, yes. Obviously, uh, Microsoft has their shit together as far as download uh, throughput. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, I can't help you, man. Download one at a time. Don't queue up 200 games and walk away for a week. It's the only well, advice I have. If, if it worked and I could just ignore it for a week, that would be fine. But the problem is it'll just randomly stop. And it'll fail like 15 games and then pick up the 16th. And I have to go back through manually and tell it to retry on each of those 15. It just drives me up the wall. Yeah, so. that sucks. Back in the 3DS days, you could take you could dump your memory card onto a PC and then, you know dump the stuff back onto another memory card and put it in and i think it would work and it's supposed to work that is supposed to work on the same console like if you upgrade your memory card um i have never gotten it to work personally but it is supposed to allow you to do that on the same console but if you're going to a new console they force you to re-download everything because i think it's encrypted um yeah and then of course some some games you don't get your saves as the other frustrating part yeah the uh cloud saves are are weird because some games support them and some don't which is just strange splatoon doesn't support it uh there's i don't know if mario kart does uh it's weird mm-hmm. yeah hey stud yep i to completely shift gears um what kind of life expectancy are you hoping with the switch it's a good question man i mean it's it hasn't been on the market. Was what are we? A little over two years now. I think. Uh, yeah, it was March, February. Of... Two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah, it's it. What's interesting is the, you know, the, you know the other two have big new uh, hardware lined up for next year. 
Uh, I don't see Nintendo coming out with a new platform next year, but they probably will bump the Switch up a little bit. Uh, you know, increase the processor or whatever. Uh, but as a platform, I feel like they could push it another couple years uh, just fine. I, I have a theory uh, that they're going to this is going to become the Switch Lite, whatever the portable one. This is going to be their portable, and then the next system is going to be the same thing, where it's going to be home and portable, maybe. That's kind of what I feel like they're going to do. Like, the, the Switch is going to become the DS, and then they're going to have another system that also does both. It's more powerful in a year or so. Yeah, I, I feel like... I, I don't see them releasing a new platform sooner than, than you know, two... Yeah, two yeah. Seasons from now, yeah, it's, um, it's they they're they're doing fine. It's selling like gangbusters. Uh, obviously, it's underpowered compared to the competition, but they don't care. Uh, they're able to push as much out of that as they you know. I mean, Mario Odyssey is gorgeous. Uh, they've they've already announced another mm -hmm. Zelda for it. You know, not that that wouldn't get pushed to another system if they wanted to, but with install base of the Switch now. I, I I feel like they're just going to keep putting out games as long as people are buying them. Um, so I, I would give it, you know, another two years, another two holidays before we see something new from them. Or well, a new platform-wise. Yeah, I, well, Nintendo did an interesting thing with the 3DS where they went to the new 3DS, which is a terrible name, but it increased the horsepower, added a, another stick... Uh, onto the system so you could actually have dual stick uh, games and it was still fully compatible with all the existing 3DS games but now you had games right. that required the new 3DS That's and I can what certainly I feel see like them they're doing yeah, yeah they'll do that at but some point it'll be the new switch and it'll be more powerful home and portable again and then all your other the games will still all work on the lower powered switch light or whatever they just won't look as purdy yeah, I, I think it'll be more akin to what they did with like the the PlayStation Four Pro and the you know Xbox One X. Mm -hmm. It'll just be a, a speed bump and uh, not a not a full on platform. But uh, I don't know, I just give me that. Metro Metroid Prime Four, please. And, uh, <laughs> right, I'll that's be happy. that. Hey. Even if I don't get the home one, that might get me to buy one. So yeah, I I got my wish, which was um, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Yep. Uh, FE coming back with new content. I am so excited for that game because that was easily my favorite RPG on the Wii or on Wii you know, U. Wii yeah, U, I, yeah, I never had it on the Wii U, so I'm looking forward to playing that. And I think that's January or February. February, I think. Yeah. And uh, then you got Animal Crossing coming after that, and uh, they've been knocking it out of the park as far as you know exclusives have gone. Because uh, I mean. I just I realized the other day I haven't had my my PlayStation plugged in in months because there hasn't been anything to play on there, and uh, you know I've I've played Xbox here and there I played Resident Evil Two on there and uh, you know I'm playing Outer Wilds, uh, but the you know obviously those guys have put are putting all their effort into the next gen consoles there hasn't been a lot of exclusives yep. this season. Uh, but Nintendo stacked their lineup, man. It's just been, you know, one major thing per month uh, since June all the way to the end of the year. So it's going strong. Never been a better time to buy a Switch, Hop. Huh? <laughs> 
I mean, I actually was a little envious of not having to switch with my recent trip to Kansas City and back because it's a seven to eight hour drive and I wasn't driving for once. So I was just sitting in the back of this minivan reading a book, which oh, man, that's sad. It was awful. Literacy I, is well, you know, overrated, man. I had to turn the pages and everything. It was, <laughs> oh, you're, you're killing me. It was terrible. I was fearful of paper cuts. It was bad. What was yeah. I going to do? But no, I mean, I, I was enjoying what I was reading. It was great. But I was, Born. I actually thought about, <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought about at one point, I was like, man, this would have been nice to have a Switch. But again, I don't have that much, many opportunities for that kind of experience where I'm not the one driving. I'm not the one kind of yeah. going yeah. around. Yeah. That, I mean, that's my main, I just don't play portables. I never, I never have portable gaming time. Yeah, you don't you don't have room for that in your life. When I yeah. game, I like to sit in my play my 4K HDR set, so that's what I want to play on. Yeah, well, that you know, it's interesting to bring that up because that was one thing I was thinking that Nintendo could do with the Switch is add HDR support, even at 1080p. Um, it would look it, it would look hot. Yeah, it would look really good, and that's a really easy thing for them to do. Um, there are, Ideally, you'd have the screen that supported the portable screen, but they wouldn't even have to do that, really. Yeah, they're really good at choosing color palettes that that pop even without HDR. Like, like I said, Mario Odyssey just looks fair. looks beautiful. I mean, yeah, sure, there's room for improvement, but it just looks gorgeous when I when I look at that and then I fire up an Xbox game. It's like, yeah, there's Xbox pushes more geometry and you know there's more stuff going on, but. Nintendo has a way of making their games just look gorgeous no matter what. Uh, so it's like when I when I play it, I don't feel like it's lacking fidelity, even though I know it's underpowered compared to the compared to the you know competition. But I don't feel like I'm missing. Yeah. Much. Uh, well, I'm just thinking of you know relatively inexpensive things they could add that would that would give it a little more parity. Dolby Atmos would be another potential uh, thing that they could do for. You know, surround sound, Dolby Atmos for headphones uh, specifically would be really interesting. But I don't think they're going to pay the Dolby certification fees, unfortunately. No, probably not. But could they handle the processing power of that? Not on the current uh, Maybe one. not on the current hardware, but certainly if they were, you know, doing a next-gen. I'm finding version. more and more phones are supporting Dolby Atmos now, which is interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm wondering how much processing power it actually takes. True. Although phones are more powerful than the Switch, by a mile. So yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I, you know, I think Nintendo has always gone their own way, at least for the last several generations, and it's you know generally served them pretty well. The Wii U, notwithstanding. Um, so I'm interested to see where the Switch goes. My my one desperate wish is for cross progression. On more games between the Switch and the Xbox. Oh, that'd be yeah. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I would have a portable Xbox that I could take with me and play, and then when I get home, I still have my progress. Yeah, there's a few games. I mean, Fortnite, you got it. Uh, Rocket League. Yep. yep. Um, but yeah, it would be Oddly... nice. I, I hope next gen is all about that across all the consoles. I mean, we know Sony doesn't want to play ball, but um, if they lose market share, they'll be more than willing to do it. Well, interestingly, um, Div- uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 on Switch has cross-save with the Steam version. 
and um, Cuphead has it with the Xbox version. And there's a couple of other games that even have cross-play uh, between Switch and, and Xbox. But it's just, I want it to be, like, the default. I want that to be the expectation of, that, you know, we all have as gamers is that, oh, yeah, of course I can play my my uh, game, you know, and have cross-save. Like, I that would just be wonderful. Yeah. So I, I hope that's the direction that the industry is moving toward. You know, and it, it feels more and more like that's the case. Uh, but w- when you have juggernauts like, you know, w- Epic pushing that, you know, forcing mm-hmm. forcing them into that position, hopefully, you know, everybody gets in line. Yeah, well, and I think, you know, Epic in, in particular has the resources to just make the storage and everything free. So it's not a cost or a significant cost to the developers. So they, they don't feel like there's a, a barrier to doing it. Yeah. Um, We'll see. Fingers crossed. Yep. I'm, I'm excited that we're going to have a new generation next year. Yeah. 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 New hardware. Yeah. This time next year, we'll either be talking about playing on our new hardware or we will be talking about the impending release of the new hardware. So it will be exciting times for sure. And I'm looking forward to it because I will probably be making my first uh, jump in this since the xbox jump original came out or not original og xbox one there we go (laughs) so hopefully they make it something easier to say and simpler (laughs) in terms i just saw sit just posted a funny story in the discord and uh Everything was from the Onion. It says a major blow to Sony's oh, upcoming yeah. PlayStation Five. Microsoft announces PlayStation Six. <laughs> That's hilarious. That, they should totally do that. That uh, would be hysterical. God, could you imagine the money that it to spend just to get the copyright for that? <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, since I'm running the show, I'm gonna go ahead and say, hey, we did it, guys. We made it through. Whoa. Um, Mel, well, do you have no. any last words? Um, not anything specific. No, I just thanks everybody. Thanks Stud Knuckle for coming on. We always appreciate you uh, guest hosting for us. I'm, I'm available you. anytime you guys need me. All but right. thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, actually, before we go, I kind of want to give a, a recommendation, if that's okay. Yeah. yeah, please do it. Yeah. So this is. I'll uh, just censor it later. <laughs> This is this is not a game, but it is game related. Um, I picked up mm-hmm. a coffee table book recently called *The Game Console* by Evan Amos, and uh, it's a, a photographic history of video game consoles um, dating back to uh, dedicated Pong consoles all the way up to current gen. So you know you got Xbox One X and Switch and stuff like that in there. Um, very much a coffee table book, very photo heavy, but they actually uh, take apart the consoles and show the insides of them, and they they cover some really like esoteric uh, consoles that I had never even heard of before, and they cover the Japanese consoles and stuff like that. Um, I picked it up from Amazon, I think for about fifteen bucks. They had it on sale, and uh, you know Christmas is coming up, so great uh, gift for the gamer in your life. Um, great thing just to have there in your game room. But it's a beautiful book, and I'm really enjoying it. So, um, yeah. 
I make no money from this. What you should do (laughs) is you should post a link to it in our Discord and the podcast channel so the affiliate link comes up. And Mm -hmm. I I, I should do that. I will do that. Yes, please do. Yeah. All right. Comes back. All right. Hop. Any last words? Uh, No. I just uh, hope everybody's enjoying their games if you're on xbox and you want some help beating some bosses or just farming gear in borderlands hit me up Optimus maximus with the one at the end or find me on the adultgamer.com discord i'm also down to play some battlefront 2 clone commando edition all right well i am fenrir765 on xbox and on discord i uh, go by the moniker of the esteemed Fenrir. So feel free to hit me up for any games on Xbox or just if you want to chat about whatever on Discord, I'm willing to do that too. This has been a wonderful, most beautiful episode of the Tagcast. This is our 22nd episode, I believe. I believe so, yeah. We're wow. coming up on almost a year. Crazy. Because um, we started December, I think, of, of last year. Yeah. So, so uh, thanks, hard to believe. thanks for sticking with us this long. And hit me up if you have anything for uh, the, the mailbag or the community question or whatever it's called. I'd love to ask all the hosts. And we will see you guys next week because... Hey, I'm mellified. Oh, I already... <laughs> See you next time. Did I not? Did I not give him an opportunity? (laughs) Did I not? I'm mellified. You can find me at mellified.com and on Discord as mellified. There. Oh God. All right. Anyways. Thank you, everyone. (laughs) Peace out. Alright, see you guys.